Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspective. What's up? Oh, you know, life. Yeah. It's a Wednesday night. It's earlier than we usually record. Yeah. We're not drinking. I feel like I'm having a hot flash and I have my period at the same time. All of a sudden, I just got really hot. That's not good. Yeah. Do you need to go to the hospital? And I have cramps. It's probably from my period. Honestly, I feel like that happens to me a lot. Because when I'm in pain, I'll get hot, you know, and yeah. I've got pretty bad cramps right now. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm leaning forward Do you need bit. some Midol? I think it has ibuprofen in it, and I think I'm allergic. Do you need some Pamperin? Because I have that, too. Yes, I can take Pamperin. We'll do it after the mini episode. Okay, okay. okay. Good. Glad we got that out I'm gonna, of the way. I'm going to hope that our discussions tonight will distract from the pain in my... That's the fucking worst. I hate it when you have to do stuff when you're on your period. I hate it. It's felt pretty good all day. I even wore skinny jeans earlier today. I was being really risky. And um, (laughs) tonight, not so much. Doesn't feel so great. Well, you know what? I've really come to a place now that I'm like, if I can just get most of the hours of the day okay, then yeah. I'm like, it was a win. Oh, yeah. I've, I've had days where I'm I'm here I'm like, with you. It's not like I'm doing anything crazy. Yeah, much better to be here with me than to have to be at work or something. Yes. You know, oh, my for gosh. For sure. Having your period around children is just not fun. I, I mean, bless the teachers out there, because I only have one kid that I take care of, and it's like, shoot me. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> um, let's hop into the news. So Let's do it. I was just talking to Matt again about how my week has been kind of insane. Yes. So I've been keeping up with the news. There's a lot of things that are happening right now. Last week we talked about Trump trying to get Roger Stone's sentence reduced and things like that. And since then, he's kind of gone on like a massive tear where he is so clearly... um, power hungry at this point and he feels untouchable quite clearly because he has been just getting rid of people who did not stand by him or criticized him at all during now he's on a spree right and then also defending or appointing people to certain positions um because they've been loyal to him even if they're unqualified it just we mentioned like the mob thing last week and now that's all i can think of like it seems like i'm watching a mob movie it's absolutely this kind of like godfather mob mentality um because right now i think he just or he is trying to appoint a new national security advisor. I think that that's the thing that was happening today. Oh, God. I don't want one of Trump's people to be in charge of national security. Well, I mean, I think he could appoint the national security advisor anyway. He probably already had somebody in there. I don't really know. But this guy has been criticized by a lot of people for being underqualified. Yeah. So... We definitely don't want him in that position. I do believe, and I could be wrong, guys, I didn't write this down in my notes, um, but I do believe he is an openly gay man, so he would be the first openly gay person to hold that position. Interesting that Trump would choose that. Well, because he's, it's not about, like, that's the thing, and so his supporters who support him because they think that ideologically they're they're in agreement on things. That's not how Trump operates. Like, right, but he but he does operate in a way that wants his party to believe that that's how he operates. You yeah, know what I mean? But I think since the failed um, 
we failed to remove him from office. I think he is at a place now where he's kind of just operating with reckless abandon as far right. as like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And what are you going to do about it? You can't touch me. But, you can't he, but do he's going to lose his base if he continues doing that. I don't think he, he that's has, smart. But he's a fucking narcissist. So I don't well, think Well, then, he, I mean, I, I think he should go for it. I think he should make enemies with his own base. Agree. Personally. Agree. I was like, when I heard that, because this man is a Trump loyalist, which also I'm like, Okay. How? Yeah. <laughs> Feel like that's against your own interests as a gay man, but you know what? But he's also probably a rich man. Also true. And one overweighs the other sometimes. It depends on what you like to identify with the and most. Truly, usually rich people have more in common than than it's not true. rich people. We usually have more in common with each other based on class yeah. than based on anything else. Huh. Kind of sounds like one of the parts of what we'll be talking about in the main Oh, what a little tease. A little, I mean, it doesn't give anything away. It's like literally one part of it my doesn't. notes. So you guys, it's like one blip in my notes, but that's it. You guys can keep racking your brains about that. Yeah, throw, think throw about out it. ideas. Think about it all weekend. Let mm-hmm. it just marinate and bother you. And just be like, what is it? We're just going to ruin your weekend. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I don't have a lot of in-depth notes about this, uh, but I just thought that I would bring it up because... It's been all over all of the news sources that I've been kind of paying attention to. Right. And also, we aren't really going to be covering the debates because we're recording on Wednesday night and the debates are happening right now. Although, can I read the text that my mom sent me? Yes, please. Okay. So... I got a text from her on my way over. It says, I'm watching the Democratic debate, and it is very enlightening. I said, ooh, tell me. I'm on my way to record. She says, Bloomberg is being called out about his treatment of women. He can't explain his way out of it. No, he can't. (laughs) And the two women, Elizabeth and Amy, are shining in my eyes. So awesome! Exclamation point, exclamation point, dollar sign? (laughs) So I asked, how's Bernie? And she says, Bernie is holding his own, but my opinion is Elizabeth is smarter by Far I, all capitals. I do think Elizabeth is smarter. Yeah, but this and this is what she's. So I say, Bernie's my boy, though. Love Liz too, though. I like calling her Liz because that's my mom's name. Like we're really close, like that. And then my mom says, I guess I'm blind na- right now to any man. I love the women. And then again, exclamation point dollar sign. Okay, but I love that she's like, I'm paying attention to no man right now. I mean, there's only room for these. Two. I like Bernie. Um. I do like Bernie. I do think Elizabeth Warren is smarter. I think Bernie is further left. I think that they both have kind of pros and cons. They've been battling for my number one top of my pyramid chart. Yeah, I I think still if I were going to pick, probably in the primary, if it's an option, I will still vote for Elizabeth Warren. It's going to be hard for me if it's Warren and Bernie. Yes. That's going to be hard. Honestly, that's the best case. It is the best case scenario, but I I don't know. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, no. but I there would be a lot of other research I would have to do to know. Because there's so like I can there's so many pros for me in both of them that it would be hard for me to like choose You'd one over the You'd have to really other. break it down yeah. p- by policy, I think. I would. But but I don't think unfortunately that that's going to be our um option. Unfortunately, probably not. I was really bummed out that I I tried, on my way home from work, I tried to put on NPR to listen to the debates. It wasn't on NPR. I got home while I was, like, kind of fixing dinner. I tried to put on my CBS News app. It wasn't on there. something happen and it, like, cut out? I I, I don't know. All the people listening right now are probably saying something, but we're... 
two days I, I have no right idea, now. but like it wasn't on CNN either. You came over and I had CNN on and it wasn't on CNN. So I have no clue. I really wanted to watch at least the little bit of the debate that I could. Yeah. Um, and so we're sorry that we can't speak more to the debate. Yeah, we can't. But I do have uh, a bit about Mike Bloomberg, which none of this is going to be surprising, but it's a good thing to bring up so people are aware. I, I think it is surprising to some people. I think some people don't realize, and I think it's really important to get this out there because while, yes, it would rip my fucking heart out if I had to vote for Bloomberg. I know. But I would do it if it came down to Bloomberg and Trump. I don't want that to be the option. I don't either. I need people to know who Bloomberg is so that they don't fucking vote for him in the primary. Right. Well, and his team is like all over the... Uh, everywhere with the ads and the text messages, I've been receiving a lot of texts from mm-hmm. the Republican Party. Ooh. I've been like, no, I would rather die. Those are my responses. Like, I saw someone who posted, uh, it was somebody from the Republican Party messaged them and was like, can we count on your vote? Yep. Yes or no? And they responded and they were like, I would rather shit in my hands and clap. No. <laughs> Hell no. That was so much better than mine. Damn it. I thought I was being funny. All right. So there's a video uncovered from 2019, which is not even a year ago, that shows Mike Bloomberg describing transgender people as he, she, or it, and quote, some guy in a dress who enters women's locker rooms. He said, all of this arguing that transgender rights are toxic for presidential candidates trying to reach middle America. So he's like, if you want to win presidency, you can't talk about trans rights, which yes, talking about very left topics. But they shouldn't be left be topics. Risk- they shouldn't be. Exactly. The thing, there are trans people everywhere. Exactly. Like, they're in middle America, too. But, like, I, I mean, and I'm not defending him whatsoever. No, but I, I know what he's agree. saying. But I think he's trying to say, kind of like when we were talking about the whole Bernie Elizabeth Warren thing where allegedly Bernie said a woman would never win and it's not because, like, she's not smart or capable. It would be because it would be harder to get a woman's vote. Uh, there's a quote that he says that says, if your conversation during a presidential election is about some guy wearing a dress and whether he, she, or it can go to the locker room with their daughter, that's not a winning formula for most people. He's such a fucking piece of shit. This is so shitty. He's a terrible person. And yes, he's got this name recognition. He's in the debate tonight for the first time. But it's because Mm. he was able to spend $400 million Mm-hmm. of his own money on his campaign and it's not even a fraction of his wealth like yeah. not even the tiniest bit he is an a billionaire who has a net worth of something close to 8 billion dollars he insane. hasn't even spent half of 1 billion dollars of his own money on a campaign and i truly believe Outside of all this shit that I'm sure you're going to talk about, the the racism, the sexism, the transphobia, yeah. outside of all of that, I don't think that you should be allowed to be a president if you're that wealthy, because you have left Earth, okay? Like, you cannot relate to yeah. what it is like to live paycheck to paycheck. No, he you, wouldn't you have can't. any understanding of that whatsoever. Well, and I really just have the trans rights issue stuff here. We could go for days about Bloomberg, I, I can I'm speak sure. about some of the other stuff, but... Yeah, this just says, so on Tuesday, which is today, 
yesterday for us, uh, Bloomberg came out with a video saying he believes in inclusivity for uh, the LGBTQ plus youth, including fashion designer Isaac Mizrahi vouching for him. So that's like that's a gay fashion designer vouching for him. Um, Bloomberg believes that it was the liberal stances of Democrats that helped Donald Trump win 2016, (laughs) he says. And so you can understand where somebody like Trump comes from, (laughs) Bloomberg said at the forum last year. You can understand when you look at the Democratic Party. They are so far left that two years ago there was nobody on their side who would take these positions. I'm going to fucking throw something. I know. And today virtually all the candidates for president of the Democratic Party are so progressive. I don't know what progressive means. Great. Yeah, you don't know what progressive means because you're a Republican. Yeah. You're a Republican who's running as a Democrat. Yeah. The, I. It makes me crazy. It makes me crazy when people talk like this, when they say, well, you can't be super far left and win. Yeah. Because guess what? Trump won. All the rules you thought we were playing by, we're not playing by those rules anymore. Yeah. Okay? Like, that's not America anymore. That's yeah. not how things operate anymore. So you need to throw that rule book away and start playing by something else. And when you compare the left in the United States to the left in other developed countries, we are centrists. Yeah. Like, our most far-left politicians are centrists yeah. in other countries. So, to say that we're just, oh my god, so extreme, it's insane. It's like, no, we're trailing fucking behind. And I do not understand this resistance to progress. It is yeah. so weird to me. It's it's that old American dream, American way. But what the fuck does that mean? Thing. America it's doesn't... A, it's a false dream. It's, it's a false dream that was given... You know, back in, you know, World War II days and things like that, you know? It doesn't... America doesn't look like that anymore. No, but people want to make you believe that it could look like that again. So by voting for someone like Bloomberg or even Trump might bring back some of those traditional American values that we all miss so much. I don't know what I will do if, if it comes down between Bloomberg, uh, Bloomberg and Trump. And so... I mean, we would have to vote for Bloomberg. Unfortunately, I think we would have to. I will... Okay, Here are some of the other things that Bloomberg has said and done. Go. Okay? So he has been known... There have been several lawsuits against him, um, sex discrimination lawsuits by women, um, not sexual harassment lawsuits, but um, inappropriate comments. He had rules for women who worked with him that they always had to wear high heels and lipstick. Um, a A woman came up to him once who was working for him and said um, that she was pregnant, and he said, kill it. And she she said, excuse me? And he repeated himself and said basically that this was like the 16th person in his office to be pregnant. And basically, like, he didn't want pregnant women in the office. He is a terrible human being. Stop and Frisk was blatantly racist. He has been... He's racist. He's sexist. He's transphobic. He ran as a Republican and as an independent. He is not a Democrat. Guys... You cannot be fooled. Don't let anybody trick you into thinking that you have to vote for him because he's the only one who can beat Trump. It's not true. Nope. It's it's not true at all. It's not true at all. (sighs) Yeah, it's it's fucking awful. I hope that that word is spreading. And I hope that, you know, we're missing it right now. I'm sure that our listeners know already the outcome of the debate. I'm sure they do. But I hope that they ripped him to fucking shreds. (laughs) I I hope they ripped him apart. I couldn't agree 
more. All right, well, we usually start with the most horrible thing, but I am going to bring up the most horrible thing in my notes now. Okay. So there was a mother named Nicole Faircontour, I think her name is, Faircontour. I'm going to say Faircontour. And her family were gathering to watch the annual Mardi Gras parade. At one point, a white man called her 12-year-old daughter up to the black float decorated with the New Orleans Saints jerseys. The man said he had something for the girl. She grabbed it quickly without examining it and ran back to her family when the man yelled, That's you! to the girl. She looked at the item and saw a black doll dressed in red and white gown with an apron, which is also called a mammy doll, with beads hung around its neck in the shape of a noose. It's awful. It's disgusting. There's a photo of it online. Somebody gave that to a 12-year-old girl and said, that's you. I, I just, people, I'm in a really, like, yeah, tired place right now. Yeah. And I'm just. Keegan's over it. So, I am. Like, I'm so over it. I'm so tired of people, like, I'm so tired of our world being this way. Me and too. it makes me so sad and so angry that a 12-year-old who had, she just had. Well, her innocence taken from she's her. She's at a parade. She's having fun. Well, and her mom says, she hung it from her finger and she felt degraded. She felt attacked. She didn't even want to stay at the parade. She was ready to go. And apparently her daughter kept asking her mom, why me? Uh, they did report the incident to the police at the parade. And the next day they uh, let out a, pr- a police report, letting them know that they were looking for the man responsible. The daughter thought she remembered a certain name on the float. So they, they tracked that down. It turns out that that float wasn't connected to the other float that she saw with the name on it. So it's awful. I mean, don't know who it is. It's also terrible because he deliberately went out of his way to yeah. be racist. And to it's, be... it's being looked at as a hate crime, which Good. I appreciate. And Good. they did something about it right away, which I think is amazing. You but... have to take this shit seriously. Like, yeah. you know, I'm so glad that they are taking it seriously. Because... But it should have never happened. No, it should have never happened. But I could totally see them being like, oh, it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, I, you know, yeah, it sucks that that happened to you, but you're, it's not oh, a threat. Oh, we played a bad joke or like anything. But these people should be held accountable for the things that they do. Again, yeah. this isn't the America we live in anymore where you can do this shit without consequences. Yeah. Or it shouldn't be. Agreed. Okay, so I have one last thing, which is pretty great. I'm excited (gasps) about it. So we did put out an episode earlier this year about J.K. Rowling Uh as one of our problematic faves and all the reasons why she is problematic, the worst of which I think is um, that she is transphobic. She's a turf. We discussed all of that in detail. Yeah. Well, there is a feminist bookshop in London called The Second Shelf, and it is donating money to transgender children's charity. Uh, The charity is called Mermaids every time they sell a book by J.K. Rowling. (gasps) So they're not pulling them because people like us have been very conflicted about, like, well, what do you do? You know, like, what do you you do? And a lot of times, I think the instinct is cancel, right? Like, cancel culture, stop buying the books, stop selling the books, like, all of those things. Yeah. I think that this is actually far more proactive because these books are going to sell anyway. Yeah. So give people the ability to give back yeah. in a way. I think is it, I think it's really, really great. I wish there was a way that I could purchase books. Yeah, you know what? We should look. Let's Google. Maybe there's a way to buy online. Yeah, like, if you're going to get Harry Potter books... 
Right. I would want to get them from there. Right. Because I, I actually don't own the books. Like, I'm rereading them oh, now. Really? And I'm, I My brother owned them when I was growing up, so I read his copy. Yeah. And now I'm rereading them and I'm borrowing them um, from my friend. I have the whole hardcover set that I used yes. to have on a shelf in my room. And that's what I want. I want, I really do want to purchase the I got whole them, set. I got them for my birthday and I believe. My mom got them for me, and I think she got them, like, on eBay or something, where she... So they were used, but they were in, like, perfect condition. They were so nice. Yeah. Um, it's just cheaper that way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and I would love... If I could find them secondhand, that's another good option yeah. for not, you know, giving the money directly to, exactly. to J.K. Rowling. Exactly. Or, you know, purchasing if there's a way to purchase through this bookstore. Or I would it would be really amazing if other bookstores... Yeah, if, to it, start could, doing that if as well. it could catch on, that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. It would be. That's awesome. Um, so I also wanted to address really quickly, this isn't ending on the most positive note, but we have a little bit of time left, and it is relevant to what I was just talking about. So might as well bring it up, because some listeners have also brought it up, uh, I think maybe on our Facebook page or on Instagram, I can't remember, after we put out the J.K. Rowling episode, and then I have been seeing it online as well. A lot of people, I think there's even a petition out, and so it's worth talking about. I know we've talked about it before, but um, the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard situation. Yes. I think I even texted something to you, because we they now have a, they have an audio clip of her admitting to hitting him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, <sighs> it's a difficult thing, because yeah. you always want to believe women and I'm not saying that I don't believe her, that there was violence in the relationship because it right. seems like it was clearly a violent relationship. Yeah. Um, but also, we have said many times on this podcast as well that if your girlfriend hits you, if if your girlfriend beats you, that's important too. And yeah. that's something that we want to make sure that people feel like they can talk about, that men feel like they can talk about. Well, yeah, women women are abusers as well. And women also abuse in, in many different ways. This is a very stereotypical physical abuse of each other where a lot of times, like, fuck, I was watching The Bachelor yesterday and one of the girls on that show is, like, gaslighting like crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these kinds of different well, types and of abuse. It, 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 in that clip, I listened to it, it also does feel like she's trying to gaslight him as well. Because she says that she hit him, but she's like, it's not like I was punching you. Right. I was hitting you. And then she also did something which I think is pretty upsetting. It She manipulated the situation. Yeah. I'm not to, saying... To paint herself as a victim. Right. And, right. and I'm not saying she wasn't. And I'm not saying that Johnny Depp doesn't deserve to be called to the Exactly, but about we, we weren't getting the full story, and I don't think we have the full story. I don't, I don't know if we ever will. I don't know if we ever will either, but, but I did want to bring it up because it was brought up to us after the J.K. Rowling episode yeah. came out, and, um, you know, there has been new evidence that's come out. Yeah. And I think I, I think we've mentioned it on uh, What's in the News episode recently. We did in the past. No, I think that pretty recently I mentioned really? Amber Heard. I'm pretty, sure I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it ever so briefly, but we didn't really get into it. Oh, maybe so. But I, I know we talked about it before, and I've brought up that there were allegations yeah. towards her before, but there is new evidence now. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I know it's a complicated thing. It's so hard. Yeah. But it's also difficult because... Amber Heard did twist this situation in order to advance her career. Yeah. She used the Me Too movement to 
catapult her career. And and you know what? Karma's going to get you. Like, you can't, you can't expect that everything is going to stay hidden forever and it hasn't stayed hidden forever. And that's, she's, she did herself a disservice and maybe that's what needed to happen. I mean, I just think that the whole situation just kind of needs to be over with by this point. I just don't want to give either of them that much more attention to the whole situation. It sucks. because It's like the whole situation does suck. It's kind of like, you know, the it, it's not similar to the Jussie Smollett situation, but it is in a way where you start to kind of like root for somebody and you stand behind somebody and you want to support them and you want to send your love to them. And then... He was just rearrested as well. Oh, yeah, that's While we're right. On it. Yeah, that's right. But, um, and then they, and then something comes out and you go, well, then I just put all this mental and emotional energy into this person. Exactly. And, and now, it makes, it does make you angry, you know? though. I think that that's why I feel so much anger towards Amber Heard. And I don't want to feel that way because I do feel like she was in a violent situation. I think that they right. were both in a violent situation. Both but I exist feel at the same time. Angry at her because I'm just like, you manipulated our emotions. Yeah. You you manipulated this like movement that right. was happening. Well, but what you're feeling, I think both feelings can exist at the same time. I think right. being angry with her and also um pointing out that you know there were two abuse victims in mm-hmm. this case and two There's no uh, excuse two for abuse perpetrators for as well. violence. In, right. They were both anyway. They yeah. were both abused and they were both abusers. Mm-hmm. And I think it just needs to end at that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think like it, we don't need any more tabloids on it. We don't need anything else. If there's charges pressed, I want to know. But, you know, other than that... Mm-hmm. I mean, I get I get why there is stuff coming out. Because oh, totally. Because from Johnny it. Depp's perspective, he's like, hey... Well, no, this should have come out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I totally agree. But I'm saying at this point, it's yes. like now... Now we know. Everybody... We know now. We get it. Like, I just, I don't want there to be any, like, blaming, like, one is worse than the other. Like, I don't, because I can just see some of that stuff happening. And it it just needs to be done. Totally, totally. You know? I agree. I totally agree (sighs) on that front. Um, Okay, so I think that's all we got. Yeah, that's all we got. I got a piece. I'm going to say this real fast. Okay, so if you guys have anything that you want us to talk about next week, if you have any thoughts about what we said today, go ahead and email us at neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com. Let us know what happened in the debates. Yes, please. It's going to be Friday. We're still going to be like, what happened on those debates? Let me check that (laughs) Google. Um, You can also direct message us and follow us on Instagram at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. Catch us on Twitter if you want to at Yanf Podcast. Y A N F. I have been trying to um, at least bare minimum turn on Twitter when I'm sharing something on Instagram so that it. So something. I started. I started doing that. Yes, I right. started doing that as well, and I think it goes to our Facebook as well. Yeah. Um. So sure, you can. If that's your uh, mode of social media, yeah. you'll still see the same shit there. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, we have a Facebook business and group page. Go ahead and chat with our fellow listeners on the group page and rate and review us on that business page. We love it so much. We also really love it when you rate and review us. On Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave us a review, and you will be featured on Reviews Day Tuesday. Yes, which is always a good time. If you don't already, go ahead and listen to us on Radio Public. It's free for you to listen, and it helps us out just a little bit. Yeah, that's everything, you guys. With all that being said, we encourage you to, to rage on. on. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.